Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Behind the Veil, a show that provides insight into the world of weddings. I'm your host, Keith Willard. Welcome back to the show. Today's episode is unusual because normally it is guest-focused, but a couple of weeks ago, I had a wedding, and, I, and I'm actually not going to talk too much about the vendor or this, the, the wedding that I was involved with, but let's just say that one of the vendors was very specific about vendor meals and about whether or not to have vendor meals and when they were going to be served. Now, as a wedding planner, I always try to make sure that the vendors are fed, but I posted about it on Facebook, and the response was crazy. Over 122 comments just on this uh, topic alone about vendor meals. So we are going to dive deep. Um, but to help me dive deep, I'm going to introduce Marcy Gutenberg with an affair to remember by Marcy. Hi, Marcy. Hello. Oh, my God. Crazy. And oh, and then look, Brooke Logan Stoner. Oh, my goodness. We got the whole crew with us. What? Hi, on time today. Hi, Marcy. I, know. I look like a swamp witch because my hair is wet. But I'm not here. <laughs> I'm on time. But, you know, I mean, think about this, guys. I mean, who who would have ever thought that vendor meals would be the thing that everybody goes crazy over? I Hot mean, button, tell you. I mean, I was like, I saw that online, and I'm like, oh my god, this this thread is blowing up. It's, it's really, really crazy. I mean, I I'm just really shocked at at the response that people had over over the vendor meals. Now, for people that are out there that are just tuning in, a vendor meal basically means, if you're on the bright side, a vendor meal basically means that you're going to provide some type of food and beverage to your vendors to eat during the event. So that way they have a break with food and beverage available. Now, the problem is that, of course, many times the price point that we have on the vendor meals is quite high. And then when do you fit them in into the timeline? I mean, there's so many different ways to, to look at this. So, but let's, let's yes. talk about the first thing. Vendor meals, right. Or privilege. I know you're privilege. all like, I-, <laughs> I, I have mixed feelings on it. I, I feel like it is a right in a sense because they are being hired and there's not an ability for them to leave the location to go off premise. So to speak, if you were working at a a corporate location or something, you might be able to right. go off campus. You might be able to go out of the building. They right. have to stay where they are because they have to be readily available for their next action with the event. So um, that's the right of being a right, mm. but it's also a privilege because they does the host have to pay for it? And what are they, what's expected of them? I mean, back when I was in catering, I mean, the, yep. there were totally different. You either had a choice of having the same meal that everybody else is having, you know, all right. your guests are having at that price point. Right. You could do something a little less, maybe a hot meal, or right. maybe, you know, you do like a box lunch and no, you know, people, you know, the vendors, do they want a box lunch? I mean, the reality is, is you hear a lot of, you know, not so, not so complimentary Yes. Notations. But oh, that. I love it when they complain when it's free and it's not steak and it's chicken right. fingers and it's not right. whatever. Okay. So, so, by the way, guys, if you're if you're watching the show on Facebook, we are monitoring the comments. So, if you want to make a comment in in the comment section on the Facebook Live, we will be talking about any of the questions or comments that you come up with. And then also, if you're on our YouTube channel, if you place a comment in in below the YouTube. It'll pop right up here. I'll be able to pull it right up on screen. So we want everybody to be involved in this conversation because it is a wide ranging conversation because I can tell you as an event planner, when I, when somebody offers me, so the client always says, well, Keith, do we include y'all in, in the vendor meal? I'm like, well, you can include one because I know my team normally doesn't have time to eat because I bring snacks. I'm from the old school thought process that when I worked for corporate America, Corporate America gave me time to have lunch, but I was responsible for bringing my own lunch. Remind me right? to talk to you about combos. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. I, I'm a big. I, I'm a big. Apparently, big we've ruined Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I love my combos, and and that is it. Yes, it is snack Same. food on there. And uh, oh, Tiffany. Yes, honey. I'm gonna about to bring you on. Actually, Tiffany is like, uh, hello. I want to talk about this. Um, but what do, what do you share? Your thought process, Marcy, I mean, you've always been in the event industry. Has it always been, you know, on as part of it? No. 
I mean, no. it, it was not. And it's over the years, it's kind of become this expected almost. Right. And, and I think I saw it on one of the, one of the threads. I don't know if it was Fausto or if it was somebody else, but you know, somebody said, you know, it's a standard. I don't think it was, I don't think it was Fausto. I think it was somebody else, um, right. but somebody thought, Oh, it's a standard. And is it really a standard? That's the question. Well, and that is the question. You know, again, it, because somebody said it's an industry standard, but what makes an industry standard? I don't understand that process part of it. Who made up the rules that food has to be bought for the vendors? I mean, or would you rather just like have it part of the contract where they give you a per diem? Because as an event professional that travels, you know, as a meeting professional, I mean, I'd go to Las Vegas and people would give us a per diem per day. Mm -hmm. It was our responsibility to secure the food. Um, but at the end of the day, it was, it was taken care of. Right. What are your thoughts? I mean, I think that, you know, People also have a lot of dietary restrictions and such. And your focus as a host, you know, the host person, not the not the vendor, not the wedding planner, but the right. host who's having the event, their focus is their guest. They're not concerned with anything aside from their guest. And honestly, nor should they be. I mean, it's it's really about their guest, but they need to communicate. I think that's the key, is there needs to be some communication. And if right. it's in a contract, that's the answer which, right there. Which is often the time with you know certain areas of vendors. Sometimes they're there the day of, and they want to make sure that they're fed. They put it in their contract. Right, but you know, if you're if you're looking at this from a way, uh, from a bride or a, you know a bride or groom, right? How many times do, have we gotten asked like, what a, what the hell's a vendor meal? What what? I, <laughs> I can't tell you how many times. <laughs> Right. Over what is the a years. Bill? Over the What's years. Been, I'm going to start wearing black tops to say vendor on the back. <laughs> or, or feed me. Question, feed me. <laughs> right. The question was always, do I have to feed the vendors? Am I required to feed them? Yes. You know? And I think it's nice. is required. I think it's nice to feed food to people. Also, I think it's a wedding, the wedding planner's responsibility to work those fine details out. I, I'll take it upon myself to actually do that. Um, when I walk in day of, I make sure to the best of my ability that uh, Keith's gone through it. I know what's going on. I go to the DOC. I see what's going on. If they're eating what the bride and groom are serving everyone else, if there's something they're making themselves, blah, blah, blah. Right. And uh, I, there's also a timeline. Certain people eat at certain times. Well, okay. So the DJ is not going to leave in the middle of dancing and the first dance to go have a snack. Sorry. It's not happening. <laughs> but that, but that's the question, right? When do you have time when, you know, because here, here's the thing on the, on the back end of it, I understand the need for a, a vendor meal right? Quote unquote. And it's part of your contract, quote unquote. But you know, the kitchen is preparing all the food for the guests. And I think absolutely. Number one thing is that guests should be fed first every single time. I don't really understand the idea of the guest coming second to the vendors. Um, I think that the, you know, it's the client and the vendors that, I mean, the client and the guests that are paying for us to be there. And if they weren't having this event, we wouldn't be able to put food on our tables, you know, and then, Right. And then all of a sudden, you know, when do you stop? When do you stop to then go take a break and then also make sure that the kitchen had enough time to get the food to you to, for that specific break? And then to have vendors complain about the fact that, oh, it's a sandwich. Did you know that there is a whole YouTube channel that critiques vendor meals? No, I didn't. No, I should have not. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. There's a whole, whole YouTube show and all it is, is vendors complaining and talking about the horrible vendor meal that they were served. Not that they weren't served, the fact that they were served a vendor meal and they complain about the steak, they complain about the pasta, they complain about the chicken. I mean, I was fascinated. I oh, totally wow. went down this like whole rabbit hole of watching this show. <laughs> Uh, and I, and I'll have to pull it up. And for some uh, reason, I don't know about this and it's probably a good thing. <laughs> so, so I want to actually opinions. put a question out there for, for both of you. When you see a vendor who is cutting the line in front of guests to get right. things off of the reception table, yes. how do you handle it? I mean, in this day and age, it's very different than, you know, years ago, but I mean, to each his own. It's, it's like so they've been hired to Keith They know better, and that's not a situation for us. But Keith, before me, you may have a story. Well, no, no, no. I mean, the thing is, is that you I know, did. Uh, 
So what did you used to do? How did you use to I walked up this? to them and I pulled them aside and I said, it's inappropriate for you to be taking food from the guests. You need to wait till your meal is served and right. we'll get that to you as soon as we can. That's extremely tacky. But what it's do you tacky. I mean? Yeah, but what do you say when they say, oh, well, I, I, I don't have time? What do you say to somebody? That, he's, well, the person you know, said I'm, to me that they were hungry. And I said, well, I was there at 10 a.m. Pack some snacks. I'm hungry and I still haven't. <laughs> I said, maybe you should pack some snacks. I mean, what am I going to say? I mean, I just was kind of like stunned. Like, how, why would you ever think to do that? Right. You know, you, you know, and, and not only that, in some cases, when you're, when the chef is figuring out the food, how much food to order and such, there's right. sometimes a finite period, you know, a finite amount that they're ordering based on the number of people. So you have to, you know, they need to understand that sometimes it has to be, there's an allotment and right. you can't take something away from the guest. You're there to do a job right, and not be a guest. But you just contradicted yourself a little bit. I did. Mm -hmm. I mean, but you see how messy this gets, it, because, it gets then, very, very because, because then we really talk about the number of vendors. So let's say that, you know, as an event planner, I count the number of musicians, uh, sound engineers, uh, you know, my staff, photographers, videographers. So we know, let's say 18 vendor meals need to be prepared for that Saturday night. Right. Mm -hmm. But then all of a sudden we walk into the vendor room where all the vendor meals are and the florists are eating them or the I've done it. My fault. I have <laughs> so sat down florists before musicians. And I'm going to tell you why those, those people that are doing my flowers, I showed up at 10 AM. They were there at 10 30 AM. You guys are complaining about food. You've been here an hour. Yeah, but you, you know, know but, I mean? we, but we didn't have them included in the vendor meal numbers, and that's well, the issue. We right. have but to. They, but but right if they stay, but like a like a florist, are they staying for the event, or were they just there to set up? They were just there to set up. Just, I know. Yeah. Who, I know. So I why know are they staying talking. around? Well, and and here's the problem: it wasn't just the fact that they, it wasn't them actually that caused the issue. It was the fact that the band showed up, all the stagehands who were supposed to have left on the truck saw that the food was out, and they all stayed. And there must have been. 11 of them. I oh, mean, yes. it was, it was a crazy number and they ate all of the food. And all of the day, it. we were three meals short. So me, Keith and one other person, we gave our food. Away. We gave our food to, to the vendor because we wanted I gave, them to be I gave our food away to the florists because that's the florists what I'm, well, And that's what I'm saying is that <laughs> we had enough food We they overprepared for the vendors, but then all, we get all these other vendors that are coming in and eating the food that was pre-done specifically for the number of vendors that are working the event. And mm -hmm. I think that. Really oh, becomes, remember the galaxy fiasco? Yeah. But that's what I'm saying is that we have to really focus on what do we mean by vendor meals? Is it vendor meals? Yeah, who are we people? feeding? Which right. Vendors who, and when, who are yeah, we feeding? That. And what does that include as far as number of hours? Does that mean that if you're there at 10, but you leave at four, you don't get a vendor meal? Because that's six hours, and most vendors are there for six hours or eight hours on average, right? So where does where do we where does the line stop when it comes to, you know, who do we feed? And then on top of all this, the cost of the vendor meal. Mm -hmm. oh, oh. That has gone I, so much. Okay. And I am pizza kids, I'm telling you. <laughs> I, right. But you know, here's the thing is that, that I don't know if it's just me, but vendor meals, the cost of the vendor meals has skyrocketed because I almost I feel like it's like the one thing that you have to do because it's in everybody's so contract. Right. And so and not just because of COVID. Right. This is before COVID. This is before COVID. And so that means that the hotels have basically have you in a corner. They have, yes. you have to buy a, a vendor meal because it's in your contract with the vendor and yep. they won't let you bring in outside food or beverage. Right. Which, which is another to, story. Which is another story, which is a whole nother show. Right. But, but, Try and touch my bag. <laughs> <laughs> I got a pistol next to my sandwich. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying is that here we are. So here, not only are we worried about whether or not it's a right or a privilege for food uh, for the vendors, then it's number of vendors, timing, when it comes to when does it come out with the kitchen, who eats first, the guest or, or the vendors, which vendors get fed. And now we're at pricing and cost for, for the vendor meals. I mean, I've seen it as, as high as $100 a vendor. Are you kidding me? 
No. Wow. No. I and mean, I was remember like, the days it was in the, like, what, $16.95 for us? Yes. Oh, no, 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 no. That whole <laughs> mess. When no, I, I know that. I know it's not like that anymore. That's of, years uh, ago. Stagehands. Yeah. I asked how much the deal, the meal was. I was flabbergasted. Yeah. Well, but that's what I'm saying. And then they add service charge and tax on it. So, right. uh, again, I understand hotels have ha- have to make money. They are given these rules and regulations from the people above them. But I feel like this world of vendor meals, and this is just one topic, guys, of, of behind the scenes that happens that as people go through wedding planning, they start to discover and learn. And vendor meals is just one of those things that we don't have a lot of control over. And we don't have a lot of rules that tell us what is right and proper and what is not, because it depends on who you talk to and their point of view, because I, yeah, because I'll try and feed everybody. Right. <laughs> Straight up. Oh I yeah. Do. <laughs> Girl, she does. She really does. She's, she's like, uh, you know, let me go down to the vending machine. I'll get you a couple of snack, snick, snicker bars or something. And I'm like, no, no, no. Order no, a pizza or something. I try <laughs> to feed so them sweet. all. I know that. <laughs> well, but she also understands. I do try, no, I do try I to do feed them all. It. I'll give I them mean, my food. Right. Yeah. Right. But you know, but the thing is, is I, again, is it a right or a privilege at the very end of at the very end privilege. of the day? I think when, it's a privilege. Really. I think it's a privilege too, because I feel like, you know, if you work for corporate America, I'm gonna go back to corporate America. If you worked on corporate America, they give you the time. So that is a definite, that is state law. You work a number of hours, you're supposed to get a, a certain amount of time to for a break. But there, nowhere does it stay in, in this in the state of Florida or or in the Constitution or whatever law that you want to look up that the food itself has to be provided. You have to then pre- bring your own food. So what happened to lunch? What happened to bring in your lunchbox? It's like stretch pants. They're a privilege, not a right. But the question is, is <laughs> am I right or am I wrong? <laughs> but, the, but the question really is, is oh, if no. they have to bring their own lunch and they're yeah. being told they cannot bring lunch inside, right. then that becomes the issue. And I think that that there needs to be, an, you know, that the venues need to come up with a solution. I understand right. somebody has I agree to with pay that. for it. Totally agree with Marcy. But I think yep. the venues have to come up with a solution because if they're, if they're, um, rules are no food or beverage to be brought in, then they have to figure out how to make it attainable for them. I agree. Well, okay. So Susan Jaffe, who we, we all know and love, she's been a, 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 a kind of a, one of the pillars of our community. Um, she says uh, in the flow of event, there should be time worked in for vendor meals or a break that doesn't affect anything that is happening during the event. I agree. And oh, typically okay. I would, ref- I would factor this for 20 minutes while the guests are eating and before toasts or special dances are happening. Love mm-hmm. vendors that are on setup or are, are all gone by the time the event happens. That includes florist roadies, et cetera. The meals Not should Rowdy, only be yes. the, uh, the meals <laughs> should only be provided for those that are working the event all night. I agree. Well, true. Okay, true on that. I'm just well, listen. But you and just learned the hard way. But, but, but there is. But you if, just it, said, if you're going you by the six-hour rule that Brooke <laughs> pointed out, or yeah. I think it was maybe you, um, if you're going by that six-hour rule, does right. that rule still apply to the people that were there earlier in the day to do the setup? And honestly, I mean, I never included my the people that were there to set up. I always right. included just the people that were there for the evening of the event who were actually physically working with the interaction with the guests. And in my defense, the floors that were speaking of uh, this particular venue stayed all night. Well, okay, they were there so all night until well, breakdown time. So that's why. Wow. I did what I did. <laughs> I know, I know, but you know, but here's the thing, and and I'm can't, I'm so excited because uh, joining us on this conversation is Gatana Work. So hi, Gatana. Gatana, yeah. Oh, hi, Gatana. <laughs> How's everyone? I don't know where uh, my picture looks like that, but that's all Yay. right. We're just we're just glad to have you because you know we we've been having this discussion and we've been reading people's comments and stuff, and and we've talked about the fact that you know vendor meals is it a right or a privilege, and I think that everybody has basically been saying you know it's a privilege, you know, and you have oh. to be careful about you know what is a privilege but then i david david i king by the way uh, also been out there for ages and i love him uh said mm-hmm. first time watching the show good for you the vendor was hired there for service their job is to serve the client as they were paid they should eat before any event and any event i did i waited for the event to be over and trust me i was hungry 
if your start time is 5 36 o'clock p.m child i was probably at that wedding at 10 a.m if not nine yep get yourself a sandwich you get hit the drive through darling on the way down to the gig yeah. nope and so then of no. course tiffany responded like should i eat 11 a.m and not until 11 p.m I, I don't think that's the the question here i think the question is you, you we give you time to eat who whose responsibility is it to give you food or to provide food is that your is it for you to provide your own food or is it expected and i understand that it's part of the, the contract but you know and that supposedly it's become industry standard, but I still go back to that con uh, that first question: <laughs> Who made the the standard? Who? Where? When did this become an industry standard? Who did this to us? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know. Well, the katana. I mean, you you were on the other side of this. You were on the venue I, side of it and the catering was, side of it. I was on the venue side. I've been a caterer, a venue manager, planner, and vendor in the situation of you know being at the mercy of a venue right to, to possibly get a meal and you know i i don't always expect it um I, I don't know if i should expect it but typically as a planner it is something that's discussed right. with the client ahead of time you discuss vendor meals um as a planner i do it all the time i always you know get in touch with Video, photography, DJ, whomever is going to be there, who has it on their contract. Right. Look at how many of us have it on their contract. I have it on my contract. Right. If, if I'm in your venue a certain number of hours, I do require a meal. Right. So work. Suicide feed but, me. But let me ask you, but, I mean, like but, but is it, did you include that in your contract because you saw it so many times in other people's contract that you decided to add it to your own because you're like, well, yeah. I'm not going to be the only one that's not fed that night, I you know? Yeah, or I find that video and photography. I find that video and photography across the board, mm -hmm. no matter what event I do, no matter what venue I'm in, right. they require and and in their contract a vendor meal, and uh, they'll so come up and say it. Yeah, yeah. So do bands. But then when does it become, when does this become an irritant? You know, so, you know, I, I posted what I posted the other day, not because somebody was asking for a vendor meal. I yeah, posted I what I, I posted what I posted because of the response I got, the, the rudeness, the yeah. um, almost acidic tone that came back. And I'm like, look, I'm doing the best I can to try to make sure and that I had the, guests the schedule the whole entire time. Yeah, I, well, and of course she did. But and you know, I agree. The, I read it. Is, yeah, but the guest has has to come first. The guest to the point has where the table was set up with chairs in their own space and everything. But guess what? This is your job. This is what you're hired to do. My right. bride and groom are dancing right now. You can have your sandwich. I <laughs> I completely agree. Do your job. And, I'm and, doing and, mine. You can do yours. I haven't eaten a thing yet. But not even a combo. Yes, I agree. <laughs> And to your, you to your point, <laughs> on all that, yeah. it's so annoying when they'll come to you and say, well, I have to eat first because then if they do anything afterwards, I have to be ready. And mm -hmm. I, I, as I understand their, their side, right. when I'm the caterer, right. the caterer, we need to get the bride and groom and all the guests through the line. You'll have your meal. And you know what? If you don't want to enjoy what the rest of us are enjoying, mm -hmm. order the number two right. on the way down. We have some rice Talk in the back. I'll put it in a cup for you, and you could go eat your meal. Right. Well, well okay. Plenty of times oh. where we've actually to go box. Um, one of my favorite entertainment groups that we use a lot. Um, I will personally go and, and box up their stuff for them and bring that to them in a bag. In a bag, and yeah. they eat yeah. when they have time. And yeah. so those are my Mike Sipe. I'm going to shout it out. It's it's Mike Sipe. I love, 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 love. Well, because and, they are so know, easy to work with. And Mike yeah. Sipe never gives us crap about it. I mean, never. he knows that he's we're working because working I make sure they and, eat. And right. It's all good. Well, and, and I think that's the other thing is that because there's mutual respect there and they know the kind of hard work that we're putting in as planners because we're not sitting down, right? No. We're going to try to do everything no. we can. Right. But also, I think it's easier too when we actually are we use our our vendor list right. opposed to when we uh, it's out of our control yeah. in a sense to when you've hired yes. someone else and it's not through my list of folk. So yes. there there's the problem that started right there. Well, okay, and, and that's, the, that is another thing. Go ahead, Marcy. One of the things that I actually actually did is even though 
I wasn't the planner. Like I wasn't an, a wedding event planner. I was a wedding specialist. And I would, when I was like the director of catering or if I was, you know, management, um, right. I used to actually contact all of the vendors before the event yes. day. And mm-hmm. I would verify how many people were going to come. And right. I find so often these days, that's a step that's overlooked because ultimately when they come on site, you want to make sure you're providing the right amount, but you tell them, you know, I'm going to provide you with one meal or I'm going right. to provide you with two meals, you know, whatever it is, they've, I think that there's a lack of communication mm-hmm. and that's breaking down even more so over the years. Well, I think that's not just a lack of communication. I think that there's an actual like, um, uh, taking advantage of in the background um, sometimes. Yes. Because again, when you do have bands and you have roadies and you have all these other people, I get it. You know, they're like, why does the talent always get to eat? And we never get to eat. And I get that. I can understand, you know, why they would have that kind of attitude. But it also means don't go steal people's food or, right. you know, sit in the a room. And because the buffet is all set up early, Yes. So hands off my combos. Right. Exactly. (laughs) But, you know, we're typically so busy in the room that we don't see what's going on over in the background. Right. And so, and that, so I love the fact that Marcy said, well, this gets overlooked, but you know, it doesn't because we go through the BEO process Mm -hmm. and it is basically the number one question that a hotel will ask because they get beat up constantly not only do they get to charge whatever the hell they want but they also get beat up because they don't have enough food and they don't have it at the right time and you know blah 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 blah, and you know and their focus isn't the guest and i think that you know you when you have eight different vendors eight different companies all with a different idea of what this consists of what does a break consist of like yeah go ahead go ahead i think the when is probably one of the biggest problems is the when. Um, when am I going to eat? When they're going to eat. I have to eat now. Well, uh, yeah. You know, that's, it's not always possible at the, at, at that now. And if you really need to know there's particular times as a vendor mm-hmm. that you need to eat, bring it with you. I bring a lunchbox or a cooler to right. every hands down so- across the board, whether it's snacks, waters, Food. Well, what about, what my grandmother you? worked at a restaurant called the Blue Jay, a restaurant as a waitress, and she brought her own back to lunch every day to work. And there's, a, I'll tell you why in a little bit. But go. the point is, <laughs> especially if you've got dietary restrictions and dietary needs, yeah, bring. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a reason Keith brings um, combos. I can tell you what the list is. Like, there's four <laughs> things that are in the bag: rebel combos, uh, an adult lunchable. Yep, always. And there's yep. Reese's. And and oh yeah, there's sugar. Adult lunchables. So, yeah, and if anybody's eating for free, yeah. I'm the first one in line for the steak, right? Yeah, because I'm the wedding planner's assistant. Yeah, right. That should t- if, as we're bringing stuff. Well, you're not actually ever first. Don't, you, you don't know. ever get and first. When I have a pe- and I have a timeline that's eight pages long because every 15 minutes <laughs> allocated to what it is. Yep. Come on now. Well, and that's the other thing is that I'll I think share that my combos. But I, I think that <laughs> weddings have gotten very tight with the number of things that clients or couples are wanting to get done in a certain amount of time. I mean, because now we have videography and photography all kind of blown into the, you know, and so there's more components to these yeah. things. I mean, yeah. when it used to be just photography, then you just worried about, okay, I need to get my sunset picture. But videography is different because you got to get words and actions involved in there. And that takes a little bit more time. Sure. And then also, you, you well, never you know. Tammy's over there having a steak. Right. But you know, also you don't ever know when these these amazing moments are going to happen. I don't even know how you could be a videographer and know when you can go eat because as soon as you leave, right. Grandma well, says something amazing or decides that she wants to speak right then. Speeches, and, dances, <laughs> all that kind of thing. The first kiss, the clang, clang, clang. You need to be there to capture that. That's what your job is. That's what you got. Now let me to ask do. this too. Not over <laughs> over here complaining about a steak or a chicken finger. Yeah, yeah. What time you want to be able to consume it? How many of them do you give them a dinner? You give them yeah. their their entree, or you give them what they're going to eat, and they go somewhere, and and now you can't find them. They mm-hmm. really go somewhere, like they disappear, and they now you're getting frantically, moments, and your 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 head is blowing up because <laughs> where's the photographer? Yeah. Where's video? I can't find them, and they've wandered. Right. They went outside to eat. Mm-hmm. You know, sitting in the corner of the reception area eating my combo. You are still on the call, <laughs> smoking. You know, smoking like don't run away here's your food but you left we couldn't find you and the bride wanted you yeah. so to me 
that's another problem with the eating. Take your food, but don't disappear. You're on the clock. Right. And that's the other thing is, is that you're on the clock. What about a per diem? I mean, why can't we do a per diem instead of an actual food item? I mean, that's how they take care of it when we do, uh, when we have to take care of meetings that are, you know, cross country, like let's say right. we have a pharmaceutical conference, they give each of us a per diem per day and we're responsible for buying our own food, which to mm -hmm. me is great because then I, I, I can either keep pocket that per diem. So that's extra money in my pocket. Truckload of combos. Yeah, or buy a, a bunch of <laughs> combos. So I don't understand why why a per diem is not something that would be acceptable. Why does it have to be an actual vendor meal? Any comments or thoughts? And 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 by the way, comments and thoughts on Facebook and YouTube as well. You know, what about a per diem versus an actual vendor meal? I like that, that idea. The only thing is, again, when do they get to eat? It's the, the time becomes the issue. And then also what can they bring in? Because some places don't allow you to bring things in. So the question is, is can they, you know, can't they break away be like a half of an hour, an hour, not even a half an hour, whatever it is, break away before the reception <clears throat> or the, or the ceremony, Right. have your quick meal. And then during the, actual reception during the evening, the dinner, you know, maybe you break away for five or 10 minutes, but you're really close by. You're not disappearing. You know, you're in the eyesight of people to find you that are employees or other vendors, but never in front of the guests. Well, okay, I'll tell so you when the photographer can eat or the videographer. When I'm bustling up the bride, I'm in the bathroom and she's peeing. We don't need that on film nor pictures right. of it. So that's a decent time to probably <laughs> chuck down that chicken finger. Uh, DJs, easy breezy, playlist. Right. There's that well, part of the meal. Right, right. You can skate out for 20 minutes if you've got a playlist, I promise. The 20 minutes is a long time. In that combo. 20 minutes is a long time. But you know, Tiffany came up actually with a very oh, com good comment. She goes, when people don't give us a place to eat, where do you want us to go? And I think that is a big piece of this, is that if you're going to have vendor meals, you got to have a location that is yes. free. Uh, I always try to make sure it's I as agree. quiet as possible, but still as close to where you need to be in case I need you in a snap of my fingers. Like yep. an adjacent room, but within Honestly. your shot of the vendors. And sometimes the venue awesome. is accommodating and sometimes they can't be, but we still try to get you as close to where you're supposed to be working as possible. But in a private space so you can have a little downtime and 700 people aren't watching you eat. Right. Well, and then look, we got so from Jess Cindy Curtis. She said, as a singer at an event, I would never think of taking food that isn't given to the band. See, I feel like that that's a rarity. You know, usually they will give us food right. at a certain time. And that's true. I feel like the band is very specific, you know, when it comes to band meals. I mean, it's almost like the holy grail of food. It's like you don't screw with the band food ever. Right. And again, you know? if you've yeah. worked, if you're yeah. on our vendor list, mine and Keith's vendor list, then you already know the tea, the tea. You don't, there is no questions because they already know as soon as they see me, the second they walk in, hi, Brooke, how are you? Okay, I'm so excited to work with you and Keith. Like they always do. They already know it's coming down the pipeline. Yeah, I'm gonna go do a head count, find out how many meals I need, and f go through my timeline, and then pinpoint a couple of spots where they'll be, be able to, to eat if they want. You know, because weddings are live too, just like this show. Yeah. So sometimes we have to massage things and work with you know to make sure everybody's job's done. Well, and we don't so always know. You know, at eight fifteen, you can't eat. Yeah, at eight fifteen, where I want when I want you to eat, you, maybe you can't because speeches ran too long, or right. whatever the case may be. Right. That's, that's true. Brooke, that's true. Actually, it's true. It is true. It is so, true. It's never really an. It's not an exact science when you can eat. Um, right. Your timeline can be more of a science to a degree because we do know, like you just said, things will always switch up yep. here and there. Mm -hmm. Things are going to happen. So their meal is not <clears throat> the biggest part of your timeline. It may be part yes. of your timeline, but it's you know, bam! It's not. They the should be more worried about their job, to be honest, and where, yes. where that combo or yes. chicken fingers coming down. On a yeah. and, then, and that but it ties right into what Susan Jeffy just said. She said, you're being a paid a fee for a service. You should not be paid to eat, but should be providing uh, provided along with a break to keep you going for the evening. Okay. Good for okay. you. All right. So I, mean, I, like I said it. I'll say it again. Stretch pants. It's a privilege. How many breaks do you really get in a day? You know, any of you, 
I, I know what my day is usually like. How many breaks? Re- true break where you can just kick back and you really don't have anything to worry about during Ever a planning never. day. You don't Never. really because no. somebody always needs you for something. Oh and, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, either it's so in the morning when you get there, you're trying to calm down the bridesmaids and the groomsmen and get them in the right place and the makeup artist. And then, you know, the mother overdrank. So you're trying to make sure she gets Tylenol <laughs> and then you got to make sure that, Oh God, who forgot the ketubah? Okay. And then somebody forgot the rings, send somebody to go get the rings. I mean, it's just, Constant, constant, constant. The parents of the bride fighting and you got to kind of separate them and yeah. You know, and then the thing is, is that I think at the end of the day is what I, what really irritates me is that when people give me attitude, give me attitude about their food and I'm like. (laughs) The nicest of what I'm planning on the planet. Well, no, sometimes I'm not so nice, but, but you know, there's, um, but I haven't eaten since the date night before. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I think I had a cheeseburger at nine o'clock the night before because that morning I had to run out the house because I was like, oh my God, we got to, you know, the makeup artist is early. That never happens. Anyway, um, no. make, makeup artist will be on time, but I don't think I wouldn't be a makeup artist early at seven in the morning. Once you put two days prior, I'm like, do we have the makeup artist or what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that sounds familiar. And Julie Blount Fluger is the only vendors I feel like I need a hot meal are the planners, team, photography, and videography as they start early with the bride and go all day. The damn bands <laughs> arrive an hour before they go on and there for six hours. Then I have to chase them back <laughs> from smoking. Yes, love her. Send, her. send her a <laughs> bag of combos, Keith. And here is a good gourmet <laughs> band. Okay. I love bandwich. I love it. Okay. Good for you, Julie. And then she, that's what I'm saying is that it is on both sides you get this really yeah. intense reaction because depending on where you are in the event planning industry, you know, if you're banned, your only world is knowing that you didn't get provided food at a timely manner in order to be able to do your job. So that's what you th- see. That's all you see. You don't see like all the drama that happened before this, the wedding started or all the drama that's happening behind the scenes. You only see what's happening on stage. Can I say and something? This, Let's and the ring you, ring through real quick. Okay. You got paid X amount of thousands of dollars for this event to do your job. Right. Again, you can afford a drive through number two, supersize it. Shit. Get two. <laughs> get me one, too. You know what I mean? That's a privilege. Know, I like to feed people. I'm all about it. I'm for it. I think we feed them all, I say. Right. But sometimes thank you and be about your way is the way to go. Not come at me like, what? Yeah. Well, and that's and and so the, I'm trying to be a, a good moderator and say that you know, oh girl, I can hear you sucking on that straw a mile away. Um, <laughs> Hold on, pause. Pause. That was good. That was good. I love that. That was funny. Uh, no, so uh, no, but I mean, as as a wedding planner, you know, the as a oops, let me get her out of here. Where is she? Why is she here? Um, no, but you know, as as individual vendors, we don't really know what's going on with the other vendors. You know, here's that. Here's the thing: is that if you're a band, you think you're only visually thinking of a band. If you're a florist, you're only thinking from a florist perspective. You, you know, it's very difficult to look at it from a planner's perspective um, because we're looking at all of the pieces. And so I think that if anything, a good planner is worth their weight in gold. First of all, but secondly, you know, your individual vendors should be. Re- reaching out to the planner to kind of get a temperature mm-hmm. on what else is happening. I think I put it on my, on my note yesterday is that the vendors should be contacting either, you know, if there is no wedding planner, they need to be contacting the caterer. If there is a wedding planner, they should be contacting the wedding planner and they should be asking them, is there going to be a meal for me or do right. I need to provide my own? If right. you know, right. I mean, that's essentially, you should be contacting them anyway. I mean, there needs to be some communication there anyway, because, you know, it's a couple days before. You don't want them to not show up. You want to make sure that everybody's going to be there. Right. (laughs) Sorry for my disappearance. I was looking for my bundle drink. (laughs) (laughs) I found it. I found it. It was in the kitchen. I'm sure you've all had this, though. As soon as the vendor shows up at the venue, your wedding hasn't even started yet. You're running around. You're getting everything ready. And your vendor comes up to you and says, when's my, my vendor meal? Yep. They just walked in the door. They're still carrying bags. <laughs> Why are you already so concerned about yes. what time you're eating? Like, yes. I, that's the 
are we don't run into a lot of that because we don't really hire those people. Yeah, we, yeah, we deal what, with that. Right, what gives you right? I've been here since seven o'clock this morning. What gives you the right to walk in the door at five o'clock yep. and start setting up? And the first thing you approach me with is when do I eat? So I've probably already provided for you with the caterer that you yep. are going to eat. Yeah. Do you really need to know right now? Wouldn't it be where should I set up? Where do I plug in? Mm -hmm. Where can I put my gear? I would accept that. That's acceptable. But when do I eat? Probably three hours prior to the time you you may get your food. Is <laughs> it's not acceptable. It's not. Not as the planner and not as the caterer too. They'll right. walk right into the kitchen and say, "When's my meal?" You should have Where already had two. It's five o'clock. You should have had breakfast and lunch already. How can now, you possibly be hungry? Have the protein bar. So I'm going to bring that one. I know, but I'm going to get a hot meal. Yeah, I know. I don't understand the require the hot meal thing, but I did actually get a very interesting comment from Kelly O'Brien, who said, by the way, that she has taken her food to with her all day and been on site for eight to 12 hours. But the problem is, is that there's no real refrigeration on site for their sandwich and has had meat go bad while she was there. Now, the opposite side of this, I get that, but the opposite side of it is that there's cooling containers and lunch boxes with ice packs in them now that we use all the time. My husband's a school teacher, and yep. I can guarantee you, as a school teacher, he they, they do not provide them refrigeration. <laughs> you know, they barely provide them pencils. You know, I mean, so he has to make sure that his his bag, whatever he's he's got with him, is going to be available to eat when and and be fresh. Whenever he actually get a, gets a chance to eat it, and then but, make fanny packs big enough to actually contain and hold a easy bake oven. So I'm gonna start just carrying that around with me, and I'll just start making cookies and pies for everybody. <laughs> all the vendors, come in. two seconds, three minutes. I got it right here. But I have Boom. to say that's there a very go. good point. I'm gonna just give it for Kelly because I really that think that's a, a, a good point. That you know, if there was some refrigeration in there, but again, it goes back to the original que question. They don't right? get a twist. And we want you to eat, but damn, yeah. Gina. <laughs> right or privilege, right or privilege. I think at the end of the day, my my personal thought on this is that we are there to perform a job. We've been hired. The only reason that we have the job, the only reason that we are making the money that we are making is because the event is happening. Now, if we don't like the fact that we don't get a vendor meal or we don't like the timeline, it is up to us to say yes or no to that contract. And I think Tiffany actually did a really good job of presenting that comment ahead before. It's like, if you look, if you don't like, if you don't like what's in the, the contract, take it out. And then we have a chance to say yes or no. Absolutely. I think that's absolutely appropriate. But I think that also there does have to become a point. Like when do we say the client is more important while the event has happened? Because shit happens. Shit happens constantly at events. And I'm sure there's people that do video and uh, that have uh, caught another sugar or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's health issues and stuff like that. So like, listen, we're not um, assholes. We are nice people. We're right, super excited. But right. also just yeah. don't be a dick. Right. Don't be a that? Richard. Don't be a dick. Don't be a Richard. The approach. Don't, be a, don't be a donkey. You, you know, know, actually, it goes back to the point that you were talking about earlier, where you had somebody who was being very rude to you. The yeah. person that I had, who I had to address and say, you know, you can't eat food from the reception table, you know, and cut lines in front of guests. They were very rude back to me. I mean, and that's the whole thing is you can't be, Ooh. you know, as a from vendor to vendor, person to person, you have to learn to respect and live with each other. And right. if you're going to be rude about it. You're not going to get much shown in a referral. You're yeah, not we have to put in the same you know, sandbox here. There's a lot kids. of <laughs> there's a lot of things that then go into your future business. You want to be respectful of one another. Well, and that I think at the end of the day is the really most important part is that we, as planners, as other vendors, we are paying attention to what is mm -hmm. happening during the event. And if we're getting attitude from another vendor for something that we don't either have control over or that we're trying to solve, right? Either those two things, either it's something that we don't have control over or it's something that we're trying to solve and you give us attitude. Yeah. 
I'm not going to be, I'm definitely get, not going on my list to, right. to talk to other people because I need no to work with people. I'm not an earshot of it. <laughs> well, and, you know, and you, because you need to work with people that you know that you can work as a team with and that if something does happen, if this shit does hit the fan, I have a whole team that's willing to say, you know what, maybe I don't need my sandwich this 30 minutes. Maybe I can sneak it in after during a pee break. All right. And, and make this event amazing because one out of 10, this happens. Nine of the nine of ten, we get an amazing break and amazing food, and yes. it's all perfect. But wouldn't you also think <clears throat> all of us we do this all the time? Yes, bands do it all the time, DJs do it all the time, video photography. If if you're a seasoned professional, if this is something you've been doing, wouldn't you would think that all of this would be just common knowledge you would think that everybody knows this that you you know what to expect and and you you expect the unexpected right when you're on the vendor side nothing is ever written in stone we all know that emergencies and things on the fly happen all the time i i i had a bride and a maid of honor at each other the other day sisters of course (laughs) i decided no speeches Videographer, so please, minute, please tell me there was a videographer nearby. Right there, yes. and I, I had to, I had to do the hand in the camera. <laughs> Hot. You know, because the bride decided something, her sister didn't agree with it. Right. You know, so things are happening, and you're, you're, you know as well as I do. Right. You're doing things all the time. So as a professional on that side, you would know that nothing is going to be consistent. At right. every single event, except it's going to start and it's going to end. Those are the right. only two things that yes. we know are going to happen. They're going to mm-hmm. start yeah, see. and they're going to yeah. end. Whatever happens in the middle. We don't know. And you know, and sometimes and if it's a key are, Lord event, it's going to start and end on what? On time. Time. Well, you know, and that's the thing is that sometimes, and we're sometimes <laughs> we are praying for the damn event to end. I mean, oh my God, are we praying? We're like, please let this event be over. Please let this event be over. But you know, I think that at the end of the day, you know, it's a small, small community. You know, it's one of those things that when I was working for the hotel and I went to work for another hotel, inevitably, I ran into other people that worked at the other hotel. Right. Mm-hmm. Same thing happens with vendors and venues. When we're in the event industry, we all know and, and work with each other. And it's like, why would you give me attitude? So this is actually going to go back to the original reason that I even did the post and that we were even doing the show today is that it wasn't the fact that she was asking for a vendor meal. Didn't bother me at all because it was part of it and it was in my timeline. And we had worked with the hotel who, by the way, we've done lots of events at this hotel they always do an amazing job right they always are very very good at making sure that the vendors get fed so that wasn't the issue it was her attitude back to me and not just her attitude back to me in that moment but the cold shoulder and the snake-like intensity <laughs> well she tried me and i have why 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 yes i mean people want to work with people they know like and trust I mean, that's the bottom right. line is, you know, you, you're not going to want to work with somebody you don't have, you know, those core three items. Right. And the thing is, is that, you know, I recommend this particular vendor a bunch. And now I'm having to second guess myself. And it and it's not because the vendor itself, not the ownership, because it wasn't, she believe me, she does not the ownership. She is an employee. But, you know. That, that just goes a long way to show you how an employee can really affect your relationships with other vendors if you do not have a discussion with them to say, look, I understand that we have been all busy. And I think now it's worse than ever because we have been all so busy. Oh, my God. So busy. Labor shortages, truck shortages, too many yeah. events, too many yeah. people. And, you know, the, the meal has become kind of that, <laughs> uh, you know, that trophy, that Damn it. I had the shittiest day. I'm going to get my damn vendor meal. I don't care whatever else happens in today. My, I want my damn sandwich. You know? <laughs> That's too funny. And, right? And I, and I understand that that has become the, the dividing factor. But I think that we need to step back a little bit from that and, and go, okay. You know? And then who, by the way, why don't we have an industry standard like rule book? It's a good question. You know, you I mean, you, you couldn't possibly. You I know. Uh, you, you know, 
There are different associations. There are different yeah. viewpoints from different angles. Yeah. You know, well, it's just like it's because it's live too, and it's like the, like the show. Like it's just anything kind of goes, and you got to roll with the punches. Yeah, put out fires, so to speak. But you know, I mean, how how is there not a book of of this kind of rule and 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 I bet it changes from state. Oh, I bet you. Project. Oh, you know what? No, I bet you. If well, you go, I bet you go to New York. You know, it's okay. Union. They. they I actually had. I was actually at a bar at doing an event in New York, and I needed a bar rag that was literally behind the bartender on the counter behind him, and he said, "I can't do that." Bartel. And I went, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Bartel." And I said, I, "Really?" It's, it's right there. I just. I. I need. It. He goes. That's the barback's job, and uh, we're unionized. Oh, wow! I was like, I was like, what? Oh <laughs> my god! That bullshit. <laughs> that crazy. He couldn't touch the cloth. Yeah, he couldn't touch the cloth. It was really specific. Wow. It was really specific. Yeah, but you know, if but, it was I a mean, twenty thousand dollar piece of glass or crystal, I get it. But it's a bar towel. <laughs> you can't but you know, like, like who? Even if, even <laughs> if it were a standard, then who pays for it? Because ultimately. Is it the responsibility of the vendor? Is right. it re- the responsibility of the client? Is it the responsibility of the venue? Because ultimately, it comes out of somebody's pocket. The money mm-hmm. comes from somewhere. And, I mean, let's face Ooh. it. Nobody wants to have it taken out of their pocket. Yeah. Well, so who do you want to make it responsible for? What is? What do you typically see across the board? Typically, I see it's the client. Right. It's one of my questions on my questionnaire because it does usually come down from the caterer. The caterer says if they request vendor meals, right. that has to be put onto their contract. Right. How many and how much? Every and time. What if, and what if the the client says, I don't want to pay for their meals? <laughs> then where does the money come then from? Then Keith's buying pizza yeah. or Keith's not no, no, pizza. Exactly. No, exactly. You know then it's going to be on the planner, directly yeah. on the planner. Too Unless it's too- in their contract and the yeah. client didn't read it. How many times have you seen that? I'll tell a client all the time, Constantly. you know, you will be required to pay for your videographer, mm-hmm. your band, no, your photographer. And say, well, have we ever not said somebody? Contract? Yeah, but it's constant. And then I'm like, well, you already signed the contract, so you're responsible for it. But I, I do actually have an interesting question from Tiffany. And I, I actually, this will be really interesting to see what you guys say. Um, I, I, Do you feel like the rude and entitled vendors are the younger generation or seasoned professionals? Definitely not a seasoned professional. What? No. I, th- I, I think it's a, I think that's a great question. I have, it is I a great question. Experience with a seasoned I don't think, professional. I don't think I, the age I, has any bearing on it. I yeah. feel that it's a person, their personality is coming through and yeah, is it authentic yeah. or not? Because well, I, I will tell you that I get more crap yeah. from p- people that are in bands that have been in a wedding band for 20, 30 years that are mm-hmm. hardcore about their wedding meal. Yeah. Usually if it's a young, that makes uh, sense. just got into the business, is trying to make a name for themselves, they tend to be a lot more flexible yeah. and yes. be like, you know, whatever you need, whatever you need, whatever you need. And I love that because, of course, they're, they, they're making a name for themselves. Like I find, but, you know, uh, uh, the other mm-hmm. thing is, it's not, I don't ever find owners of a business to be the ones asking for a vendor meal specific true, time. It always seems to be somebody that so works true. for another business An asking for the vendor mail. Yes. And I mean, I, you know, I'm probably going to get bitch slapped for saying this, but you know, I think that people that are self-employed and, and this is their livelihood are much more likely to go, okay, let me work with you because I want this. But if you're an hourly and you're, you're whether or not, you, if you do a good job, doesn't really depend on whether or not you get the next contract. Right. You know, that's true. Self entitlement. Where do you, where, but, but, I want to know where Gloria is so self entitled that she thinks she gets to have steak at 7 p.m. <laughs> Bro, I'm lucky if I can shove a, a freaking combo up my nose and in my ears, let alone my mouth. Oh my and God. I've been here for 12 hours. She's going to be talking about combos down, until the Rebecca. day she dies. I mean, yeah, you love the combos. I have to go get the pretzel ones for you specifically. So don't even try. Because you're yeah, so I haven't had them. So. Right. She's like, I don't like the cracker off. ones. I need the pretzel ones. Not the I've cracker never. I just, you ask questions, <laughs> I give answers. You want feedback, I tell you. I don't demand anything. I mean, I'm buying my own cigarettes now. I think that's all. We've all been there. We've all been there. We've all been there with our sack of snacks and our, mm-hmm. you know, Oh, yeah. 
and, and, a, and a cooler, like I said, a cooler comes everywhere with me. Even when I go on meetings in the car, you right. just never know. We have a freaking toolbox. Come on, kids, get right. and fall in line here. <laughs> it's just part of what you pack in the morning and yeah. be done with it because you don't know when you're, or if. You if can you're eat. going to be getting anything. Or, uh, yeah, or if you're going to be able to eat. I mean, I also, think at the here's end of something the day, else. P.S. Yeah. This is this is my biggest thing with this whole situation because I was there for this. I know she was. Do you want to be called back? Do you want to? Do you? I mean, yes. you are working for yes. the uh, yes. best wedding planners running since 19 to 22 in the Hall of uh-huh. Fame. The, all the awards, right? All the things. Right. You working for us? No, no, no. I mean, you want to call back or no? But that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's the owners owners of the companies. It's the people working for the owners yeah, of the companies. Exactly. Because yeah, they're representing their company. Yeah. yeah first but, and know. foremost. And somebody and, and did not do a very good job of that. It's it's more than just the wedding planner that interacts with the person. There's other yeah. people that other professionals there that are also yeah. interacting. Other vendors, they see what's going on. How does that reflect on your company? You know, your company. If it's your, if you're the owner of the company, you want to communicate to your employee what they're, ex, you know, what's expected of them and what, and also it's they how can expect to receive. Handle that situation too, because that's going to come. If, and if I'm doing it, which nine times out of ten it's me, if I make the wrong move, it makes him look bad. Mm-hmm. And us, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It, it, you don't make wrong moves, really. But no, um, but, okay, oh. so but, uh, I know. Look at me, little Brenos. But <laughs> anyway. she came on live TV looking like a swamp witch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think swamp witch? I don't think that, I think we I think we've had a really re- well rounded discussion about this. I don't think that we've come up with any real answers, but I do hope that people <laughs> that are out there that are listening to this understand that it's a much more complicated. Um, subject than it sounds. It's not just a sandwich, kids. It's not just a sandwich, <laughs> right? And it's not like stretch pants. It's you know, it, it's <laughs> it's a privilege. <laughs> you know, it's not a right. It's a privilege. It's a privilege. a privilege. Oh my goodness! So, Mar- go ahead, Fausto, Marcy. Did, Fausto Pfeiffer is going to be with us. March, He's March going to be with us in March, which I'm really yeah. excited about because he actually did have a lot to say on this subject, and I don't think we really touched on th- much of this, and maybe we can kind of. Well, bring I, some of know, that up again. Well, yeah. what I love about what you I love know, having well, and I, what I love about having him on the show is that actually we're going to be talking about food waste and cost when it comes mm-hmm. to real dollars and cents. What does vendor meals really cost us in lots of different ways? You know, and and timing and food waste and cost. And I think that's a whole different perspective that because that's just dollars and cents and it's right. it's hard line numbers versus how do we feel? I mean, I feel like this movie, this this show is all about how do we feel about this? And I think that that show is going to be like what what is this costing us as an industry, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm super excited. So that's going to be more. Yeah, we're just 8. mouthy and opinionated today. Yeah. We're just mouthy and opinionated. Um, and Marcy, will you tell us a little bit about um, uh, who we're having on next week? So next week we are having CC Todd. Yes. Um, she is a celebrity florist and uh, oh, nice. she actually was just on a show on um, one of the channels that we'll, we'll get into next week a little bit more and t- uh, she'll fill you in on what, you know, what her area what? is all about. It's going to be a great masterclass kind of feel. Um, yep. And she's going to talk so, about, yeah. and she's really going to be talking about like, you know, the difference between celebrities and the individual, like, you know, yes. what are the expectations between a celebrity wedding and, you know, Yay. what are the things that you have to do with? I mean, I'm really excited about that. Very and then exciting. on the Me 15th, too. we have Laura Nichols from BBJ Linen to talk about all oh, what nice. the, I know all the latest and greatest of like what the season has to hold for us. And then on uh, the 22nd, we have Terika. And of course I don't have my note shoot on her, but we'll have more. I want to know when I get to see Katana again, let's talk about she's, that. She's a great speaker. You don't want to miss it. I mean, she brought the hair to too. I'm so, so, so yes. excited. Well, okay. Hair guys, thank, smashing, babe. guys, thank you so much. Katana, by the way, congratulations on the new business venture. You are thank blowing you. out of the water. Oh yeah. my God, Katana events. <laughs> Holy moly. Yes. I am. I'm excited. I'm so happy to be here. You are all over the place, honey. You I are just blowing it up. I, I mean, I, I stepped out the door of Gary. I cried for three days straight. And I said, you know what? I'm going to put on the big girl britches. And my phone hasn't stopped since I feel blessed. And yeah. excited. I don't even know what I feel anymore. It's really, it's exciting. So thank you. But the glow on your face and the smile on your eyes. Oh like yeah, you know, I just that's like, like that's that's it right there. You know, it's you, one, you, one you of made those the right things. move. 
but yeah, it's one of those things as an event planner that worked with you on the other side of this. I'm so glad that you came to the dark side. It's very much like Lisa Pierce. When she came to the dark side, same thing. I was like, oh my God, yeah. you're you're doing amazing things. And she's still doing amazing things. Yes. And you too. You know, this industry is wow. my blessed hair because, time. Yeah, no, <laughs> but you know, it, the industry is blessed to have people like you to come into it because, you. you know, you yes. come with that perspective. That just in fact, I've called that. her to help me with my own situations and yes. some weddings and stuff that yes. I've done on the side. And I she love was, that. So I love if it. I'm calling you, you're the <laughs> shit. <laughs> so yeah, see. And then, of course, our co-host, Marcy, uh, Marcy Gutenberg with An Affair to Remember by Marcy. And our other co-host, Brooke Logan Stoner, because you're just... Swamp witch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Talking so about sandwich. See, oh, my God. We will see you next Tuesday uh, here at 2. But for now, everybody say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Uh-huh.